This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Okay, welcome into a new episode of the Storm Center Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Everhart. Of course, we're going to be going through all the sports that happen at Trine University, and then, of course, we'll bring in John Kay, and we might have a special guest for you in the football portion. So let's go ahead and get into it. You're in the Storm Center. Women's golf placed third at the third MIAA Jamboree at Hope and ninth at the fourth MIAA Jamboree at Calvin. They will participate in the MIAA Championship on Friday and Saturday in Battle Creek, Michigan. Women's tennis lost 6-3 to Bethel, and they have no more events for this week. Women's soccer stays undefeated with a 4-0 win over St. Mary's and a 3-0 win at Olivet. They will play at Hope on Saturday. Women's volleyball beat Adrian 3-0 on Wednesday and another 3-0 sweep over St. Mary's on Friday at the pinkout game. They then went 1-1 on Saturday with a 3-0 loss to Transylvania and a 3-1 win over Bluffton. They will be at Hope on Tuesday night and at Olivet on Friday. Congrats to Olivia Jolliffe for MIAA Player of the Week and setting a new four-set record with nine aces. Women's cross country placed six at the Huntington University Invitational and six at the Louisville Classic in a massive field. Congrats to Evie Boltemeyer on winning the Louisville Classic 6K Silver Race and on winning the USTF CCCA D3 National Athlete of the Week and along with that, the MIAA Athlete of the Week. Men's tennis beat Bethel 8-1 on Tuesday and participated in the ITA Regional Championships at Kalamazoo. Men's soccer lost 13-0 to Notre Dame. They will play Calvin at 4 p.m. Tuesday and at Indiana on Saturday and at Olivet on Sunday. That is a very packed schedule. ACHA D3 men's hockey played MSOE over the weekend. No scores were available that I could find. They will travel to Notre Dame on Friday and then play them at home on Saturday. ACHA D2 men's hockey walloped Indiana Tech 14-0 on Friday and then played them on Saturday with no score available. They'll be at Lindenwood on Friday and Saturday. Men's cross country placed fourth at the Huntington University Invitational and placed 20th at the Louisville Classic. And men's golf placed fourth in the MIAA Jamboree at Calvin. All right, let's bring in uh, John Kay, as always, for football. And now we have a special guest, uh, big play key, Keyshawn Amoson. How are we doing, Keyshawn? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Good to be here. Absolutely, man. So, homecoming, black and blue border brawl. I unfortunately was not there, but you guys did get a W. That was a great birthday present for me. I want to thank you for that. Got you, man. So, uh, yeah, it looked like a great game. Uh, maybe not on the field. It was a little wet, but uh, – yeah, let's just go over it. John, uh, you were in the booth. What, did, what were your thoughts on the game? Um, good team win. That's what I would like to start out by saying. A really good team win. Keyshawn's defense, man, you guys are you guys are a bunch of dogs. That defense <laughs> is a lot of fun to yeah. watch. Um, offense ran the ball extremely well. Obviously, with it raining, it is really, really, really hard to throw the ball, and we right. saw that. It's, a, it's hard to snap the ball. I mean, we. I think... Price bobbled a snap that came in a little hot and a little low and then tried to make something of it and fumbled it and it got returned for a touchdown. And then Adrian 
and they had their fair share too. I think they they fumbled two or three snaps that just went high. Right. And um, I mean, those are drive killers, and we see that all the time. So a really, really good team win stepped up. It was back and forth all game long. A lot of fun to watch up in the booth, I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of fun to be a part of on the field, yeah. especially with it being a rivalry game. But if you're in the stands, man, that's a that's a tough one to sit through with how hard it was raining. <laughs> yeah, as soon as it started pouring, you, I, you see the benches just clear everywhere. And I was like, I mean, that kind of sucks if you're a player because it's not, it's not the same atmosphere as what you would want. But, man, it's still a really good game to watch. And, uh, of course, I love seeing just domination in a, in a uh, rivalry game like that. So, speaking of rivalry game, Keyshawn, what is it like to not only play in a game like that, but play for a trophy as well. Cause not very often you see you doing football quite a bit, but you don't really see a trophy being handed out after a game like that. Yeah. It brings out a new intensity. Like they, we know that they're going to play us tough no matter what our records are. We just got to play the team. And uh, it was a good game. Um, the offense did a good job of controlling the ball and controlling the clock. And then the defensively we locked down in the second half, not so good in the first half, gave up a little, uh, a couple mishaps, but we uh, came back in lockdown. Though. We already touched on it. We've talked about, about every pod so far. I love watching this defense, man. And it was a big question mark coming into the year for us, especially on the D-line. But they've all performed. And, you know, Jacob Yoder winning MIAA Defensive Player of the Week, really showing how good this defense is. What is it like being on such a great unit that it is today? I mean, it's fun. Uh, you just got to trust that each uh, – each, each brother next to you is going to do their job, do the right. one eleven. So when you when you can do that, when you can trust the man next to you, then just doing your job, it's easy. You just got to do your job, and we'll be great. And I've been uh, harping on guys to do that and just trust one another. And when we do that, we're going to be really good. Right. And yeah. I mean, that's huge. We t- I mean, we talked about it. it. It feels like you guys have taken another step up from last year. I think last year you really established yourself – as being kind of that guy when the defense needs a spark, you're always there. I mean, literally have the nickname Big Play Key, Big yeah. Hit Key, whatever whatever fits in the situation. What's that like just being an igniter with your play for a defense that is that is as good as it's been this year? Um, I just like bringing energy. Like if we need a spark, if we're down, I like bringing in energy. Like when I'm coming to hit somebody, I'm coming to send a message. So. When, I, when you do that, that gets the whole defense riled up and everybody's trying to make a play. And I, I love that. And we can definitely definitely see that in the booth. Andy <laughs> Brown is a huge fan. I'm sure he'll listen to this at oh, some yeah. point. Absolutely. Um, Ranson raves every broadcast about number 22. <laughs> um, so this game was very uh, special because it was coming off of a really good game against a center team that – a lot of people were saying it should have been in the top 25 when you guys were playing, and I know the predicted score was going to be a blowout, but you guys kept it a seven-point game. What was the confidence level after that game, especially as long of a trip as it was? Um, We were confident but not not satisfied. We, we really should have won that game. I mm. told the defense uh, when we got back to work the next week, if we keep our shutout, we won that game. Mm. We, uh, we played a great first half, but it's a four-quarter game, so – um, we came out lackadaisical the first first drive in the third quarter and gave up a touchdown and then gave up another cheap touchdown off a mental mistake. So knowing that we can we can play with 
anybody. We just got to play a full game, and when we do play a full game, it's going to be scary. Right, and that game was really fun to watch also. Like I said, Lil uh, lacks days goal. You know, we saw Aaron Dean and Angel Sanchez kind of losing where they were a couple times, and we've seen that throughout the season. But overall, the defense is still doing really good. Secondary is amazing other than those couple faults. But Yeah, which, I mean, you're going you're gonna to have it yeah. happen. You're just mental mistakes. But I think the thing that's been the biggest for the defense, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, is limiting it every game. It seems like, I mean, every game there's less and less mistakes. And in the Adrian game, I'd say there was probably only one or two mistakes really made that led to led to big plays. Yeah, and I just can't get over how fun that game was, man. That was really fun to watch. I had it on the big screen and at my house, and it was great to see you guys get together and win that game. Uh, kind of a personal question. Do you have, like, a sports hero or someone you pattern your game off of? Um, well, I actually, actually played linebacker in high school, so um, who I looked up to, who I want to be like is Ray Lewis. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, growing, growing up, it was definitely Ray Lewis and just trying to be, bring the same intensity that he brought every game and him igniting his defense and the speeches that he gives, like, that's just somebody that I want to be like. And uh, I can definitely see Ray Lewis when you're yeah, out there on the field. I was, I was going to say, I can definitely see the linebacker come out. because I mean, Oh, yeah. It takes a special kind of dude to want to come from a safety position and want to come be in the run game. <laughs> and every time, every play, there's four names you could call. You can call, well, I say four. You can call anybody from that defensive line. Mm. You can call Pollard or Nafe, or you can call Keyshawn in a run play. I yep. mean, they're always right there, and it's a lot of fun to watch. I like. I, I got a lot of respect for guys that all that are willing to come down and play in the run game. Oh man, one hundred percent respect. Of course, my high school didn't have football, so I never really had the opportunity to play. Still, wouldn't have. Losers, <laughs> losers. Oh, sorry, yeah. that's it all out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of true. But uh, man, all the respect in the world to you, Keyshawn. Just uh, how are we feeling for all of that this weekend? I'm good. Uh, just ready to get back to work. We just got to, again, everybody do our, do their 111th and we'll be fine. Just go and go down there and uh, play the team, not play the record. Just focusing on playing every team with the same intensity, no matter what their record is. Just play our game and we'll be just fine. Right. Uh, John, do we have any uh, previews for the uh, Olivet game? Yeah, Olivet. I mean, he talked about you don't want to play the record, you want to play the team. But Olivet, 4-0, 1-0 in conference. They beat Alma last week, 33-10. to um, really the only thing of note, they beat up on Manchester 59 to seven. So mm -hmm. something that we've both done similar, uh, they're averaging 45 and a half, 45, 44 and a half points per game, which again, coming out of the first three games of the season, a lot of times when you feel like you have a good team, that's kind of where you stack the schedule a little bit, put a little bit weaker teams, tune up games, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 33 to 10 over Alma, I think again, Obviously, we're a different breed of team this year. Yeah. Just have kept growing the last three years. All right. So, Olivet, they run the ball really effectively, averaging 250 yards on the ground, 150 through the air. Evan Ornsby, freshman quarterback, um, 43-78 for 499, six touchdowns and six picks. Somebody over here is looking for their first interception of the year still. <laughs> yes, sir. Good, good weekend to go and get it. They rotate a lot of running backs in, four guys with 25-plus carries in Cordova 
Cort, Cort, yeah, well, words are hard. Cortevion Barnett, uh, Jeremiah Sterling, Crowell Jr., and David Coffey. I was not even going to attempt that one guy's <laughs> name. I There's no way. I would have just butchered I mean, it. If they've been listening for a while, they know the uh, yeah. names is not our not forte. Our thing. Um, Akeem Benjamin, he's their leading receiver, 11 catches, 155 yards, and a touchdown. They're all really spread out. Nobody has more than two touchdowns okay. in the receiver's core. Um, yeah, I think, again, a big chance for the defense to step up once again. I think another big stride taken forward, especially after the center game, that being such a hard-fought game, low-scoring, defensive battle between both sides. Mm-hmm. And then last week, shut Alma – or shut Alma – Adrian out in the second half, uh, I think the defense, again, takes another big stride forward. And against a freshman quarterback, how yeah. I mean, the defensive line seemed to be all over uh, Jack Werzer last weekend. So I think another big weekend in store for this team defensively. All right. So with that, is it time for our predictions? Yeah, I think we can, I think we can do that. To uh, recap last week, we were both way wrong. I felt like I was close on uh, rushing yards. Um, I was thinking score-wise, we were both definitely. Oh yeah, score-wise, we were off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think actually, I think you were right. I had the, you were really close. I had yeah. the wrong person because I didn't expect Kirby to be playing. Yep. Jordan Watson still ran for eighty-one yards though, and a right. touchdown. So good job, good job, Drew. Let's go. <laughs> Called it. Um. But yeah, Price and Kirby both over hundred yards. On the ground last weekend, ran for 316 yards as a team. That's massive. Yeah. Um, choose a lot of clock up, and we did a – the thing that I think we did such a remarkable job of on the offensive side of the ball is we held on to the ball. Yeah. And, I mean, in a game like that, we saw Adrian struggle with it. I mean, first play of the game, um, I think it was Pollard, maybe, first play of the game, pops the ball, pops the ball loose. Was that you? That was actually me. That was they, you? They yeah, get your facts straight, John. Come on. The man is sitting oh, right I'm next sorry. to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> somebody's got somebody's to call up the SIDs because uh, there is a zero in the stat column for Mr. Amoson in the force fumble department. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to them about that. We got the ball back, so that's all that matters. Yeah. But, well, yeah, there you go. Big play key. First yes, play of the game, pops the ball loose and a fumble. Um, but yeah, Adrian just could not hang onto the ball. And I think mm. one of the big turning points late in the game, Kyle Nafe gets called for roughing the passer. It was pretty blatant. And student sections cheering BS. And I'm sitting there in the booth and I look at Andy and I just shrug because like Nafe took like three or four steps. Werzer was going into a trot and he just blew him up. Yeah. And I said it on the broadcast. I was like, you can't, that's not how you make an impact in the game. You have to, you know, you have to do it cleanly. Yeah. Not draw a penalty because that's being selfish. And then three plays later, he smokes Steven Moses in the hole and pops the ball loose for a forced fumble. And that was, I think you can attest to this. I feel like up in the booth, that was the turning point of the game. That's when Adrian just kind of went, yeah, this is not our day. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And, uh, yeah, so shout out Kyle Nafe. Yeah, absolutely. But we only ended with five tackles for loss. I say only. Yeah. It's still a pretty decent number. But you, you predicted seven. seven. Yeah, so... Ah, man, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of pressure now to make a good prediction because Keyshawn's here. He might beat me up afterwards. Yeah. All the pressure's on you, man. I predict the offense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, taking the easy way out, coward. <laughs> hey, I was just a, I was taking what I was assigned from the first um, part. Man, what do predictions? 
high scoring offense in Olivet. We saw this when we played center, held them to 14. Mm-hmm. Last week in a sloppy game, Adrian ends up with 20, which that was really at times a crapshoot game. Yeah. Um, and it really should have only been like 36, 14 after the bad snap and drop by price when it first started raining really hard. Right. So I'm going to stick with it. And I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go 24, 14 trying. Okay. Over all of that. And then individual or defensive. Keyshawn Amison gets a pick six this week. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I like I'm it. calling. I'm calling the shot right now. Like Speaking it. it into existence. Yes, absolutely. All right. So for the offense, and did really good last week, especially running the ball really well, good in the rain. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Price is gonna go for. 120 yards and a touchdown and Kirby's going to get through the air on the ground through the air. Okay. I also have him with a rushing touchdown and I'll have Kirby with one fifteen yards on the ground and two touchdowns for him. So I will go 28 to 21 trying. Oh, got a close one. What what was the second half? I'll get it afterwards. It's yeah. fine. Okay. It's fine. So with that, Keyshawn, do you have any predictions? I don't know if you really can. <laughs> I don't think he can. Yeah, I don't know if he can. Why did way to get him in trouble, Drew? Jeez. Okay. He's know. kind enough to give us his time. That is true. That you know, we wasted like a half hour of trying to run around campus, <laughs> find a place to record. <laughs> and now you're trying to ask time. him all the tough questions. Jeez, <laughs> dude. All right, so <laughs> straight flaming me out. We here. are very serious around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, with that, John, do you have any more questions for Big Play Key? No, I would just like to say thank you again. Yes, it is 100%. much appreciated. Um, not easy to get on here and talk, right? For some people, so it is appreciated. De- definitely a first time, but definitely. Well, you looked like a pro, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, though. Yeah, we appreciate you, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. You, we know you guys are going to do great, and hopefully you guys make some big noise as we're rounding out conference oh, here. Yeah, we know this guy's going to make some big noise. Oh, yeah. You you probably heard some, hear some of his hits up in the booth, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just see guys not want to get up, too. You can, you can <laughs> tell. You're like, oh, yeah, he crushed him on that one, the running backs. Yeah. Oh, God, don't hit me again. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we appreciate you, and thanks for coming on. Good luck, man. Thank you. Big thank you to Keyshawn Amoson for coming on to the podcast. That was awesome of him. Uh, Congrats to him for all he's done in his career. He's going to do way more in his next, I believe he has two years now because of the COVID year, so that'll be awesome to watch him for an extra year. But, um, yeah, that'll be a uh, Good luck to all teams this week. Congratulations to everyone who made an MIAA player of the week. Olivia Jolliffe, Evie Boltemeyer, and uh, Jacob Yoder. And be sure to follow everything on Twitter, at Trine Broadcast, at Storm Center Pod. I am at DEverhard00. John K is the real John K underscore. And Keyshawn Amoson will be in the tweet that hopefully will lead you to this episode. So we will talk to you next week. Peace.
Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.